Welcome to Dorothy's List, Vermont Public Radio's book club for kids, based on the books nominated for the state's Dorothy Canfield Fisher Award. I'm your host, Amy Noyes. Today, we're discussing Mary E. Lambert's debut novel, Family Game Night and Other Catastrophes. For this episode, we visited the Chelsea Public Library. It's not far from where the author spent some time working on her novel, right here in the Green Mountain State. Author Mary Lambert was a master's degree student in a Vermont College of Fine Arts low residency program while she was writing Family Game Night and Other Catastrophes. The Arizona native also experienced her first winter weather while she was here. I had two winter residencies in January, (laughs) so those were my first real taste of a a true winter, I think. (laughs) Just a short taste. (laughs) Vermont winters aren't anything new for Dorothy's List readers at the Chelsea Public Library, less than 25 miles away from where Lambert was working on what would become her debut novel. That's where we found a group of readers who had some good questions for the author. Yes, I have a couple questions. That's 11-year-old Bailey Boardman. We put her question and questions from other Chelsea Dorothy's List readers to the author. First, Bailey wanted to know... How many books have you written? Oh, gosh, Bailey, I have to stop and count. (laughs) I wrote um, three books before this one three finished novel manuscripts. The first one I wrote, I was really, really excited when I finished it because I was like, wow, this is my first book. I'm amazing. I finished one. And then a few weeks later, I sat down and read it and I was like, whoa, this is awful. This is boring. I wouldn't buy this book. (laughs) So then I tried writing another and another. And that's when I realized I needed some help and I decided to do the Vermont program. And then since I graduated from there, I have completed three others, but they all need quite a bit of revision. I tend to be someone who gets really excited about writing that first draft and a little less excited about going back and fixing all the problems. 12-year-old Annabelle is the main character in Family Game Night and Other Catastrophes, and she has some problems of her own to fix. She lives with her parents, younger sister, and teenage brother. But she hasn't had any friends over to her house since her 10th birthday party. In fact, she won't befriend anyone within a five-mile radius of her house, because she doesn't want anyone just stopping by and discovering her secret. Annabelle's house is overflowing with stuff. Her mother is a hoarder, and she's determined not to let anyone find out for fear they would label her or pity her or worse, take her and her sister Leslie away from their family. Here's Lambert reading from the opening pages of the book. The newspapers fell on my sister at breakfast this morning, and I didn't do anything to stop it. Sometimes I have this feeling that I'm completely disconnected from my body, like I'm watching my life on TV or in a dream, and it doesn't occur to me until 10 minutes or two weeks later that, hey, I could have done something. I don't have to sit in the audience and watch things fall apart. But that's exactly what I did at breakfast. I just sat there, waiting to see if today would be the day the newspapers finally fell. It was the highs in the mid to upper 70s pile that came crashing down. The newspapers are organized by weather report, and since it's almost June, Mom has been adding to the highs in the mid to upper 70s pile every day. 
Lately, she's had to stand on her tiptoes in order to reach the top. And this morning, before she could even add to it, it was already swaying from side to side, back and forth. It looked like a Jenga tower right before someone loses. And today, Leslie was the loser. That scene inspired Chelsea Children's librarian Ashley Jamelli to make up a Jenga-style game with their Dorothy's List readers. They stacked library books into a tall tower, then took them away one by one, and finally... Cleaning up is a big theme in the book, too. Annabelle's entire house is loaded to the rafters with broken toys, camping equipment, canned goods, and empty egg and milk curtains. But not Annabelle's room. It's downright sparse, and she's meticulous about making sure it stays that way. Eight-year-old Jonathan Cole wanted to know if that's the way Lambert grew up, too. Where did you get the idea for the book? Is your mom a hoarder? To that second question, Lambert says no. So my mom is actually the opposite of Annabelle's mom. She likes to keep things cleaned out. And I'm the person in the family who's more like Annabelle's mom, where I like to save things. And when I was younger, I went through a phase where like, I wanted to save every candy bar wrapper, and I didn't want to throw any of them away. And I know that's like a silly, not logical thing to want to do, but the idea of throwing them away made me feel very anxious. And so as I grew older, I felt like I could understand that that desire that Annabelle's mom had not to let go of things that she really needed to let go of. And so as I wrote the book, I think I kind of flipped my mom and myself where I'm a bit more like Annabelle's mom and Annabelle's is more like my mom. After the falling newspapers incident, things go from bad to worse. Annabelle's grandmother comes to try to put their house and their lives back together. There's a point in the book where Annabelle's grandmother tells her that everyone is broken in some way. And that got Jonathan's attention. Why does the book say everyone is broken? Well, Jonathan, I think the easiest way to explain that would be, do you have any scars? Did you ever fall down and cut yourself and then when it healed, it left a little scar? I don't know any adults who don't have a single scar, whether, you know, they had a little wart removed when they were a kid or they cut their knee badly. And life is like that, where as you grow up, things will happen and you can heal and you can be better or stronger. But we're all going to have those little scars or something difficult that has happened in life. And sometimes it can make us better and stronger people. And so I wanted this book to be a book that's hopeful that there are hard things and there are sad things that happen, but we can overcome those things. And I think stories should give us hope. Ten-year-old Caden Jarvis has some questions about the work Lambert put into creating this story. How long did it take you to write the book? Well, the first draft of the book, Caden, it didn't actually take very long at all. Um, I wrote it probably in about three months, which for me is pretty quick. But then uh, there's a saying that writing is rewriting. So once I had a first draft done, then I rewrote it um, five or six more times. I kind of lost count in there. Still, Lambert says she finished it in under a year. 
One of the things that did help me get this one done more quickly is that I was still doing a school program through Vermont College of Fine Arts. And so I had guidance from like a mentor author who was working with me and then a different one who helped me do the rewriting. Kaden also asked, Did you have to do any research for the book? I did do a lot of research. I went to the library and um, checked out all the books that my local library had about hoarding and obsessive compulsive disorder because the two are very related. And then I also thought a lot about my own life because there are, have been times where I've like really wanted to save things or made things sentimental that should not be. And so I drew both on personal experience and then also off of the books that I had read. And then, of course, I read a lot of newspaper articles and things like that. One thing I did not do that a lot of people think I did is watch the show. There was a show on cable um, about hoarding, and I really tried to steer clear, actually, of watching the TV show. And 11-year-old Bailey Boardman has one more question for author Mary Lambert. She's hoping for a chance to read more about the characters in Family Game Night and other catastrophes. Have you thought about writing a sequel to this book? Lambert says yes, but... That is something I have thought about, but I don't think I would write a sequel. I like the characters to kind of live on in the imagination of the reader, and I like when books leave things a little bit open so you can um, make some of your own ideas about what would or should happen next and where you think the story is going. At the same time, there is a minor character in this book, Annabelle's friend Amanda, that I think has a pretty interesting story. So there have been some times where I've thought that maybe I would like to return to that character and tell her story, and Annabelle would be in it because they are friends, but it wouldn't really be a book about Annabelle or her family. So, Dorothy's List readers, you're just going to have to decide for yourselves how Annabelle and her family move on after the story ends. The book is Family Game Night and Other Catastrophes by Mary E. Lambert. And special thanks to Chelsea Children's Librarian Ashley Jamelli. Next month, we'll head to Springfield, Vermont, where young patrons of the Springfield Town Library are reading The Wida, A Pirate Ship Feared, Wrecked, and Found by Martin Sandler. That's the next selection on Dorothy's List. Ask your librarian for a copy so you can read along. <laughs>